Hello and welcome to episode 2 of That Adventure Podcast with me, JJ Giro. On today's episode, we're speaking to Gemma Davis. She's a mountain leader in North Wales in Snowdonia National Park and is also the founder of Snowdon Hikes. Make sure you listen out for a one truth and one lie. I'm pretty sure you'll probably gather which one's which. And also listen out for what tips she gives for when you want to go on your own adventures. I think you'll find they're pretty good. I hope you enjoy it. Hello, welcome to That Adventure Podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Can you just give us uh, and the listeners a little introduction to yourself and give us one truth and one lie so we can get to know you? I'm Gemma Davis. I'm a current mountain leader in Snowdonia National Park um, and I currently own Snowdon Hikes um, and I just love being outdoors um, and taking part in as many adventures as I possibly can. Ideal. Um, my one truth is that I hiked up Snowdon three times um, in about eight hours. And my lie is that I've completed the Dragon's Back, which is the toughest um, race um, in the world. Well, <laughs> you weren't meant to tell us that you were lying. <laughs> oh, I was going to say it. Sorry. Yeah. It's all right. It's all right. It keeps it fun. <laughs> it's okay. We know you're honest because you've told us you're lying. We can just go with it. We can just roll with the roll with the fun. <laughs> so, but anyway, so obviously we know which one you're lying about with the with the dragon's back race. But can you tell us a little bit more about that? What what actually is the dragon's back race? It's so how how long is it? It's three hundred and fifteen k and 15,500 metres of ascent. That's absolutely not. Do you plan on doing it anyway at some point or? Um, I might run sections of it um, as training, whether I'll yeah. complete the whole race in five days like it, you know, it's advertised is, is another thing, but I'd like to definitely hike most of the route and yeah. maybe take part in a couple of sections. I think you'd probably need to train. I mean, from from hearing what people have done when they've completed it, they're training for like up to two years before actually doing it. So I've only just... Oh my God. So it's quite intense then, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, really intense. So I've only just started back my trail running and I'm only up to running six miles nonstop. So um, yeah, I've got a long way to okay. go. Okay. Yeah. And also trail running is a completely different sort of running, isn't it? I like... I did a, a trail running half marathon along the southwest coast path and I was probably about 10 miles in and I just fully hit the wall and I was like I just don't know how I'm going to get to the end of this and it, it and to be honest lots of people do half marathons but as soon as it's a trail run it just it's the hills they get your legs and it's a uh, it's quite something else. Yeah it's amazing for training because your the ascent is because you're so up and down, when you actually run mm. on flat, then you can go for long distance. Um, okay. Which I seemed, which I found out the other day, because we've been doing some challenges um, due to the lockdown, and yeah, I seem to be running longer on flat yeah. due to obviously training, you know, going up mountains and coming down. So I think it's okay. really good for stamina. Yeah, no, that's ideal. We'll get on to your isolation challenges in a minute, but. Why were you up uh, Snowden three times in one day? Oh, I was uh, taking up a charity group to the top of Snowden to summit the Snowden for a, a well-known, for quite a good cause. And yeah, mm. the group were had never hiked before 
Um, I don't think they'd done much walking. And even though they enjoyed it and had a fantastic time, I did have to go back up um, two times to collect some some part of the group that didn't make it in one piece. So, yes. Oh, I, crikey. So, so I actually went up three times um, in, in I eight bet you were hours. feeling it the next day, weren't you? Yeah, I had to run up and, and bring them down. So it was, it was, a, it was definitely an adventure. One I had yes, not experienced sure. before, so... No, that's it, yeah, because uh, I'm, I'm part of the mountain rescue team around here, even though we haven't got any mountains, we've got just steep hills, but uh, if, you're, if you're going to actually go and rescue someone, you've got your heart pumping, it's, uh, it's quite something, especially if you've got to run up, a, run up a mountain like Snowden. Yeah, it was, I mean, it was great fun, and the weather was amazing, so, you know, it wasn't, yeah. but it was definitely an experience yeah so yeah all good <laughs> not one you really want to repeat for for those reasons maybe 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 you'd run up it for fun for training for dragon's back or something like that <laughs> yeah but no but it was all good the group was safe and they got down safely so yeah no, that's that ideal so on instagram i've seen like you're doing loads of uh isolation challenges and you mentioned mm-hmm. it earlier so what 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 sort of challenges are you doing and what, what made you decide to do them? Well, to be honest with you, I was a bit sceptical to begin with. I was nominated for the Snowden Staircase by a good friend of mine. And okay. I just, I don't know, I, it took me a couple of days to actually think about whether I wanted to do it or not. And um, when, I, when I started it, I couldn't believe I hadn't started it sooner because it was just... It was just so much fun, and is it okay? Yeah, I just found it quite fun, and I found that um, you know it's just a brilliant way to keep fit. I mean, I'm very, very lucky. I live in you know just on the edge of Snowdonia National Park, so I have got oh nice yeah, I have got outdoor space, Mm. um, and I have got hills and mountains around me that I can explore. But for those that are in you know a lockdown or you know don't have the outdoor space i think doing these challenges you know that are going around on social media especially instagram just give you so much motivation and you're in like a community of people and i think it just keeps you going you know your days seem to go a lot quicker i mean my week has gone so fast as it yeah doing these how long does it take you to do a a snowden staircase challenge because it's it's you must be going up a lot of stairs yeah, so I did. So it was just over six thousand steps um, in total that I that I actually yeah about just over six thousand steps. So it's three hundred thirty five flights of stairs that I did. Um, and it, oh crikey! <laughs> it took, so we just <laughs> just under two hours to complete it. Um, but I mean, I had a wicked time because for most of it, I was on the I was uh, FaceTiming all my you know sort of mountain friends as I call them adventure friends yeah um one in particular that I'm I'm always seen photographed with is Carla and yeah so she just kept me going for the whole hour and a half basically ideal yeah no that's perfect and um and then the rest of the time I got my family involved so mum joined me for a couple of flights um excellent you know dad did so it was it was good I just yeah it was just great fun so I got to catch up with mum half an hour as we were going up and down and 
yeah, no, I, I didn't find it um, hard to be honest. I found it quite in, yeah. quite enjoyable. But yeah, the next that's step, great. It's, and you wouldn't think many people would find it enjoyable going up that many steps. But that's that's great. And I guess it's, it's it is a great way to uh, socialise during this time when we can't really socialise at all. So yeah, no, I found it really really good. I mean, the next day my calves were killing, and I felt like somebody had stolen them. But apart from that, I was <laughs> excellent. <laughs> With uh, with um, I completely forgot what I was going to say. I had it written down. Right here. Oh God, it's going well for me. It really is. Um, would you say you've always been um outdoorsy? Have you have you always grown up in the outdoorsy sort of area, or did it come to you later on? Well, I have been brought out in the outdoors. I mean, ever since we were kids, you know, we used to come home from school, and Dad just used to like you know, take our school stuff off, put our wellies straight on, and we'd just be out for hours on end. So oh, I nice. have, yeah, I have always been outdoorsy in Wales. However, mountaineering came to me um, later. Um, I just decided one day that I wanted to go up Snowdon um, with my brother in the mm. snow. We'd never been up before in our lives, didn't really quite know what was what we were doing. We, we knew we needed some sort of crampons to go up, yeah. Um, so we actually went just to our local shop, bought um, some sort of like mini spikes that you put over your shoes, and we yeah. just sort of went, found a trail, and just sort of, yeah, just went up. I mean, just went up in the snow. That was my first uh, time up Snowdon with snow. Quite the baptism my... <laughs> of fire going up in the snow, isn't it? My God, that's that's incredible. Yeah, snow up to my knees. And yeah, no, we had a wicked time, and that was my that was about two years ago. So that was my first actual, um, you know, mountain experience, and just ever since, yeah. ever since then. I mean, I've always looked at the mountains and just been like, oh my god, yeah. I want to go up there, but I've never actually um, gone up, um, you know, to the top. I've always been outdoorsy, mm. but just never actually, you know, summited peaks. Yeah, no, that's awesome. And uh, you can see on like your Instagram as well, because majority of your photos are all in, in Wales and Snowdonia and just like how amazing the place actually is. And like people sort of go all over the world to get photos like that of these mountains and you're, you've got them in, in Wales and it's just, it is right here on our doorstep as such, isn't it? For anyone wanting to have a bit of snow climbing and have to use their crampons, they don't need to go to the Himalayas. No, oh my gosh, Wales, I mean, we call it wild Wales. There are so many um, secret, well, I mean, we call them secret locations or spots, you know, that people do yeah. not go to. They do not explore. There are so many routes and peaks that people do not know about. I mean, they, they, yeah. they come and just summit Snowden, which is, which is beautiful. You know, it's, it's, just, yeah. it's breathtaking. But there are so many other routes and peaks that you can explore but people just don't know about them and i think that's the importance of having you know like a mountain mm. leader with you to take you is because they know about yeah. these amazing places you know like secret wild swimming spots and waterfalls yeah and all types of like you know different you know forests and things which you just you just don't you just don't see you wouldn't know about it unless no. you were local pretty much absolutely yeah, absolutely not and you know we, you know, we only know about them because we've had goals and we've actually, you know, found um, ways to achieve those goals. And then we've explored other areas, um, you know, yeah. 
last year we did um, did the Welsh 100, which is hiking all the highest peaks in Wales, 100 highest peaks in Wales. Now, we wouldn't know about all those secret locations, um, you know, if we hadn't have done that. So I think, you know, it's, yeah. it's important to have a goal and work toward it because you just see so much. How how was that Welsh one hundred? How long does that take you? Was it was it quite the experience? Well, we haven't. I we never did it as an actual challenge. We just did it towards our. Okay. Yeah, we did it towards our mountain leader assessment. So we had a goal. Okay. So, yeah, I think it's important that everyone has a goal because I think it just opens a new chapter in people's lives. So um, you know, my goal was to come was to be a mountain leader and to to be a mountain leader. Obviously, you needed to train and you know have experience in the mountains. So we we decided. Yeah to complete the Welsh 100 um, which was just you know a great way to to achieve you know the, all the highest peaks in Wales and train at the same time so we, we haven't actually I have actually got a couple of peaks left so I haven't actually fully yeah. completed it um, okay but I mean you know working it out is it is something we wanted to do continuously and we have got a route planned together to do it and we would like to possibly do it in two weeks so there is, yeah, there is no, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah, there is a possibility to do it, um, but it's not something we've done yet because we've got other goals that we would like to do this year. So yeah, was your was your mountain leader training pretty intense? Would you say, or or is it not for the faint-hearted? Um, it is quite intense. I mean, the training is is brilliant. I mean, it, I mean, it, you know, it's a fantastic experience. Um, I did it with Lou Freedom Outdoors. Um, she's based in uh, San Barry, Sidonia, and yeah, it was, it was, um, it was amazing. I mean, the whole setup and you know what you learn and everything on the training. Um, you know, you can just take away. It's just like a life experience, really. And I think it's, I think it's a good way for anybody to, you know, if they're wanting to go and explore, you know, go in the mountains or explore. I think these courses are a great way for people to feel confident about going on their own, um, especially with the navigational side. I think yeah, it's... no, that's perfect. There, yeah, and that's it. If navigation, you you want to know how to use your map and compass because that will always be there whereas your your phone might run out of battery you can't just get your gps on all the time so learning learning the navigation side is is it is important if you are want to go for a proper sort of off-piste walk when you're when you're out in these places yeah because i mean i mean let's be honest phone batteries don't last so i mean mm. you know relying on your phone or you know your os map on your phone or gps is just I mean, it's just, it's not, it's not a good way, you know, for you to explore. But if you have a map, I mean, it just opens a new world for you. You know, you can literally just plan a route, you can explore exactly. areas, you know, you, you're not going to get lost, you're going to feel confident, you know, you, you just, you're just going to feel at ease, um, which, you know, I think it's a great skill to have. I think anybody that, that, that wants to go exploring and enjoying the mountains should definitely, you know, be, be navigating or working towards, you know, navigational sort of qualifications really definitely yeah and um so you mentioned earlier about uh, your company snowden hikes can you tell us a little bit more about that so what brought you to set that up and what, what do you offer for people yeah so um to be honest with you it, it, it was people contacting me that just wanted to go up snowden um oh, fair <laughs> so yeah but, i mean people just want to go up the highest mountain in England and Wales and why not it's, yeah it, it's so beautiful and it's such one of those things you can say I've been up Snowdon like people like the sort of challenge of the highest don't they they like to sort of say they've done it 
Yeah, and it's it's a it's a great experience. I mean, for people that have never been in the mountains or hikes, I mean, I mean, it's just you know it's breathtaking. You know, you know the glacier lakes and and the different routes you can go up. It is the most beautiful mountain. Um, you know, in North Wales. And so, yeah, so it just basically started from there, really. And I, you know, just taking people up, um, you know, just brings me so much enjoyment. I mean, just seeing their faces and how happy they are to do, you know, to to achieve their goals and to you know, climb up. And, you know, they're basically in nature, outdoors, you know, they feel free, they're getting fresh air, yeah. you know, and they get they have all these amazing pictures because I take pictures of them as I'm going up. And they have all these memories, and it's yeah. Um, so yeah, so I started Snowden Hike. So I have a couple of mountain leaders working for me that take groups on it, and we're currently, um, you know, putting together routes, um, wild adventure weekends, and corporate packages and things, you know, just for people to enjoy, get out of their normal daily routine of you know sitting in the office nine till five, yeah, and for them just to have a bit of a wild adventure, really. That's excellent. I um. I walked up Snowdon a few years ago around uh, New Year and we could not see more than a couple metres in front of us the whole way. We spent hours getting to the top and I'll put, I'll put a photo up on Instagram of it and it's just white. You can't, you can't see anything. And I was like, I was so looking forward to a lovely view, just like, oh, this is great. And yeah, it, the cloud and fog well and truly set in. <laughs> yeah, no, the weather does change dramatically. I mean... Yeah, no, that does happen quite often. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> like, I have, I have people messaging me saying, oh, I want to see the heart-shaped lake, and, you know, I want to see this, and I want that. And I'm like, I mean, I can try my very best, but the weather is sometimes not always on your side. I mean, I have had to do alternative routes on a couple of occasions, but, yeah, mm-hmm. no, if, if, you know, I try and fulfil people's, you know, dreams as much as possible, but the, <laughs> the weather is a big... As, has a big you know on what you do um you know mm-hmm. the mountain weather is so extreme and you just have to be fully it is, prepared it is. we even have Dartmoor here which what well, you'll get all four seasons in a day as soon as you go up into Snowdonia National Park it's gonna you get you get four seasons every half a day it's just oh it's, my it's manic I mean, yeah, it's it's crazy. <laughs> I mean, my kit list that I send to people is a bit extreme, and I think people read it and go, "Do I really need all these things?" I'm like, "Yes, you do. <laughs> Trust me." That's I completely agree. With you. I remember when I first started going out, like onto mountains and stuff. I'd see these people with massive packs on, and I'd be like. You look like an utter loser, but now I fully understand why. Because you just have no idea what's going to happen. No you you idea. might want your survival bag in there just in case you do trip, hurt your ankle, and then the fog comes in and it gets freezing. Because you're going to be want to be warm, and like you just you can just never be too prepared when you're out walking in in the mountains, can you? No, absolutely. I never took with me a survival like sort of um tent or you know like a survival yeah. i've never taken i no, never took one with me um like a shelter and now it doesn't leave my backpack my shelter is yeah. always there i've been up the mountains with people that have been injured and my shelter has come out so many times even just for lunch and they're so good aren't they they're just yeah. they're amazing because it just gives you that little bit of protection very warm they just it's insane how quickly you can warm up just by getting inside it with a couple other people. Oh my gosh, yeah. It literally doesn't come out of my backpack. My uh, mountain leader first aid kit and my shelter and my whistles just literally don't leave my backpack. They are like 
definitely something I just always keep in my bag all the time. That's it, definitely. So would you have any tips for people wanting to get out and take on some some sort of outdoorsy adventures or maybe even indoorsy adventures whilst whilst we're in this lockdown? Yeah, I mean, I think the most important thing um, for, for, for people is, you know, they, they need to have a goal. I think once you've got a goal, I think it opens like a whole other, you know, world for you. And, yeah. you know, once you've picked your goal, I think then you can research how to get your goal. So, um, you, you know, for example, my goal this year is to do the HRP. Well, along with that, training-wise, you know, I need to be able to be scrambling, you know, two plus. So then it opens another chapter to my life where I want to scramble all the scrambles in the whole of North Wales, you know, for the training towards my goal. And I just think if people had a goal um, and researched their goal, they would actually see that it would motivate them to do many other things or many other sort of adventures and it just builds yeah and once you've got that goal in place you can sort of set out your plan to get there can't you yeah and they'd be surprised then because then even though they've got an end goal what they're doing to get to that goal is then opening so many other sort of doors and then they're just like you know it just blows their mind and then you know a year Mm. goes past and they've had all these amazing experiences um, that they would not normally have, have, have had. And it is difficult for people. Like, I mean, sometimes I have lazy days. I had one yesterday where I literally didn't move off my couch. And people, <laughs> and people don't want to, you know, I think we do live in a bit of a sort of lazy sort of, you know, world where, you know, but I think that people just need the motivation. Once they've done it, it's, it's like... How I feel with running. I mean, the first twenty minutes is hell, but once you've gone past the pain, mm. um, it's the most enjoyable experience ever. And the way you feel—that's it. And you, you never regret a run, do you? Once you've done it, you're always feeling yeah. happy. You always, you always feel amazing after it. You feel like you've achieved something. You know, you've got all all your blood pumping. So I think, I think people just need to. Yeah, get up off the couch and just experience the world. Once you do the first thing, (laughs) once you get up, that will that will open up the doors for you, won't it? It's just doing that first stage. Yeah, you need to literally pour yourself a strong coffee, get up off the couch, and go outside. Maybe an Irish coffee if you need that extra bit of uh, (laughs) extra bit of influence. Yeah, baby, baby coffee. Have you got any uh, future plans for maybe going abroad and doing any mountains or you you quite like the sort of the local things we can do? Well, I do live in Sidonia, so of, of course, you know... You've I'm, got, yeah, to be honest, you don't really have to go that I'm, far to have some amazing mountains. I mean, I'm out every day, and every day yeah. I do a new route, and I mean, I'm just blown away with every single route that I do and take part in, because I just see I just see everything from a different angle. But we do have a goal this year, um, and it's called Lockdown to HRP, so it's a, it's a Pyrenees... Um, high sort of traverse route um, mm. from so it goes all the way from the Atlantic Ocean to the Mediterranean Sea. So it's 466 miles in total, and it uh, will take 41 days to complete the whole route. So that's our goal this year. Whether I mean that's our aim. Whether it'll that's awesome. That'd be so good. Whether it'll happen or not is another thing because obviously due to lockdown. Um, we don't mm. we don't know what's going to be happening. Um, so 
But then towards that goal, I'm also completing all the scrambles in Snowdonia to train yeah. to train for, for, for that route because they're all all the ridge lines are about two plus scrambles. So I do need to be at a very good um, climbing level to, to so do that. What does what does like a two plus scramble actually mean then? Well, so you have so Cribcorch in Snowdon, which everybody wants to climb. Um, yeah, they don't quite understand the dangers of climbing a scramble. Really, scrambling is you know using your hands and your feet, so you've got four points of contact all the time on the rock, um, and you're scrambling, sort of climbing up, you know, um, sections of a route or rock, you know, depending on what type yeah. of rock it is. So you have so they're all graded. So they go you know minus one, one, two you know, minus two, two, uh, two plus three. When you start getting to, I mean, people use rope on grade one scrambles. So you okay. you do have to have sort of a climbing technique or what they call a scrambling technique. People do use rope, especially on a three, three plus. Some people don't. Sometimes the more experienced sort of extreme climbers don't. But I would highly recommend anybody that's a beginner to absolutely make sure they either go with a guide or, you know, they make sure they are taking rope and they fully fully are aware of you know what's required of them because it is practically climbing so, mm. so it can be yeah it can be dangerous can't it, oh, it, it well it is dangerous absolutely. not it can be yeah, it yeah. is dangerous, yeah, it is dangerous. <laughs> i mean hiking is dangerous <laughs> yeah yeah in some places, yeah. But, but no it is it is dangerous you're you're on ridges and you know you're traversing along walls and you know you have to know you know, climbing is is a brilliant skill to have. You know, indoor climbing is, is is booming at the minute. So I mean, just learning climbing in general is good to have. But scrambling, oh, it's a different level. I, I absolutely love it. It's it's very exciting and you know, thrilling. You know, you just feel alive doing a scramble. So I'm mm. yeah, no, I love it. I love a bit of scrambling. Excellent. Um, so before we come to the end of it, how how can uh, listeners sort of reach out and find you and support you? Yeah, so um, I'm currently currently on Instagram, um, so they can follow me on Instagram. My company, Snowden Hikes, is also um, on Instagram. So if anybody would like to drop me a message or needs advice or tips or anything, they can just obviously just you know drop me a message. Um, there is we do have a very good community, you know, like a mountaineering community. So people can get involved mm. really, especially especially with these challenges now. I think people. I think people should be getting involved, you know, and they can, they can once they're feeling, you know, fit, you know, fit to summit is what they call it. Um, you know, then they can actually go out after lockdown and summit one of these peaks that they've been doing on their stairs for the past. Excellent. Month. Yeah. No, that's great. Perfect. Is there, is there anything else you want to say before we do, do call it a day? Uh, just thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. It's honestly, it's been absolutely lovely speaking to you, and it's great to find out about all the things you've been up to, and especially Snowden hikes. I'll um, oh well, I already follow you anyway, but I'll definitely be making sure I actively follow, and make sure I know what what's going on because you're doing some awesome stuff, and I'd like to probably get involved myself. As that's the whole reason for the podcast is to inspire inspire people in. I'm certainly feeling inspired. Yeah, you need to come out now. Definitely. <laughs> yeah, I will do. <laughs> yeah, you're hiking I'm going far. to. <laughs> I will do. I will do. Well, well, to be honest, we were planning on coming up to um, North Wales over over the summer, but who knows when, when we'll be able to. But if if I'm there, I'll I'll message you and be like, look, we're going 
we're going up. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there somewhere. I'll be there on a peak somewhere. Some, you know, you're, you're somewhere. somewhere. If you listen hard enough, we might we might find you somewhere. <laughs> Excellent. Thanks again, and we shall say bye to the listeners. <laughs> you're welcome. Thank you. Well, there you have it. I told you'd probably guess which one was the truth and which one was the lie. But yeah, top tips from Gemma there. And make sure when you want to go on your adventures, if you set yourself a goal, you'll find yourself going on so many more. Be sure to follow Gemma on Instagram on at Snowden Hikes or at Gemma Louise Davis. And also follow at That Adventure Podcast to make sure you keep up to date with what we're doing. Cheers. Bye.